Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Raul Reddy. Today is June 20, uh, June 11, 2021. The time is about um, 3.30 p.m. Ready and PC does conduct conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Mustafa? Hello. Yes. So I have a question about self-employment. If you own a company on OPT and you would like to transfer your company in the STEM extension, I see that you need a supervision. And for that supervision, is that a board of director would be enough or do you need a managing partner to apply for that STEM extension? Any person who is authorized by the company. So if the board of director is authorized, then you are fine. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So I have um, the 10 years old uh, special kid. My son is a special kid. He's a non-verbal. I'm wondering mm-hmm. what will happen after 14 years if he has to appear in person for the stamping interview. And also, uh, so I just wanted to get the visibility on what will happen after 21 years if he's continue beyond the same, continue to be on the same state. Got my question? Yes. Um, um, if he's if he can't speak though, uh, and if he has special needs though, USCIS will accommodate him. For stamping? After For everything. 20, oh, everything? Everything. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Krishna? Yeah, hey Rahul. So, um, RN Law Group filed my uh, EB2 I140 in 2011. Mm-hmm. We got a priority date of second half of uh, December, and uh, in 2017, I have filed an another I140 in EB3. Okay, mm-hmm. it has a slight different time, you know, uh, priority date. Actually, ten days earlier, you know, this one slightly different. So we didn't realize um, till now, and we filed I140 I485 in October. And I got a medical RFE, which I have responded. After that, I realized that you know there is a change in priority date. So we raised in SR. So now, is there any? What is what is the actual priority date? What is the priority date? Um, twelve twenty one was the actual, and twelve eleven is the a new one. Twelve twenty one. Okay, so either way, the priority date is current, is right? It's not current. It is going to be current maybe next month. So, but when you file the adjustment of status, either way it was correct. It was, yes. 
Yeah, okay. So I would not raise service request for that because either way it's fine. So I don't know why you raise a service request. So you did everything fine. Just wait until the priority date becomes current and that's about it. Nothing can be done right now. Okay, thanks. Okay. Manoj? Uh, hi. Uh, so very quick question. Like uh, uh, my priority date is in uh, 2016 February. So I'm kind of thinking to change a company. So I just want to understand uh, I mean, like I see from different people. Your that, priority uh, date is 2015 February? 16 February, 1-6. Okay. okay, keep going. So, uh, yeah, I keep hearing from, I mean, like uh, blogs and people saying that the dates might move forward in October. So the, if something like that, I can go back to my old employer if they still hold my H1. Why would you risk right now? Uh, I mean, like the because my old employer is planning to close his company, but uh, he he said like he ha he has time till end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, if the old employer is going to close the company end of the year, though, you should not file the four eight five with him. Though you should go with the new company and file a labor and form again. Oh, I see. And, and for filing, oh, okay. So. But during filing of 485, like to assume, I mean, like I move to the new company and then uh, I get again to the current date. Does my wife should also have an uh, birth certificate? Yes. Second she question. doesn't have it? She yeah, doesn't she doesn't, it? yeah, she doesn't have it right now. Okay, get it. I, I mean, like, uh, yeah, because the problem is that... Uh, in India, they're not able to provide because of this, uh, some kind of supporting document she couldn't provide. So we were kind of thinking uh, what alternate options we have to get the birth certificate. I'm going to give a link. If you don't have a birth certificate, what alternative documents are required, I'm going to give a link to you, okay? Okay, sure. Thanks, thanks, Rahul. Okay, then. Saumalya? Yeah, hi. Uh, th thanks, Rahul. So my H-1B uh, petition and max out both yeah. were uh, on 5-28. So this May is end, May 28th. And uh, to be, and my I-140 is going to be applied and uh, they were they are filing it in premium in probably next week or so. It's, there's a chance that it might get approved. It's already filed. So to be on authorized stay, I applied for an H-4. Uh, on 20th of May uh, mm -hmm. and that H4 application is also filed on 17th May and starting effective 20th of May I was on H4 I stopped working so I still have uh, eight days left in my H1B so once the I-140 is approved in premium let's say next week it gets approved the next step would be that I would be filing an extension for that H1B right and when, not is, your H when is the H1B expiring you said H1B already expired on 28th of May, 2-8. Now you would be filing a transfer change of status from H4 to H1. Because you no longer have a H1, you can't apply for extension. Okay. That means that you cannot work until the transfer is approved. There is a chance that your I-94 might not be approved. You will have to go outside the country to come back in. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that uh, we can provide a memo to explain the scenarios and everything. Sure. Any, any other questions? 
yeah actually my employer is saying that for a change of status they don't uh, really do it uh, from within us so I, they are asking me to travel back to india and then get all these things sorted out and come back so is it really the case or uh, you, what happens is that some of the lawyers will like to avoid the rfp and delay that's the reason they do it but i personally would like to try to get the i94 if i'm not successful then i'll go for the consular processing which is you don't have they don't have to pay extra fees though but mm-hmm. that's a wrong i mean that's not a correct approach but i that's not a correct approach what they're doing but you don't have much option but h4 is not yet adjudicated right so it's a se- separate application and this would be a separate uh, so this will also be a i539 but they will have to select as a change of status from h4 to h1 that's what you're saying right that's uh, right that is right okay so it's Next not person. going to be an ex, uh, extension of the h1b no sir no sir h1 is already over next person please um gayatri uh, can you put that uh, link to everybody that i gave it to you yes rahul i have already sent kantim hey uh, hello rahul uh, thank you for hosting this i have a question my wife uh, Uh, she wanted to transfer from h4 to h1b her whole h1 status was way back in 2017 where she converted to h4 ead at that time she had like four months left on her h1b and uh, now her new uh, employer which she working they filed form and i want 40 which got approved now when mm-hmm. when they trying to work with an attorney what they are telling is they are telling that she could get only Uh, remaining period of uh, four and a half months of extension, not the whole three years, even though I-140 approved because Act 21 won't kick in because she did not complete her six years in way back in 2018. That is, that is not right. I, I have one more question. So can I ask, because their employer are new to all this, this immigration, they are a startup. So can we ask the employer to reach out to Radiant Newman so they can get a three-year extension? But sure. I mean, she's eligible to get a three-year extension, right? Not absolutely, she is. Foreign. Absolutely, she is. You said your arrival for is approved. You said our yeah, arrival for is approved. Yeah, yeah. And uh, her, she need to do a H one transfer because the existing employer she's working on H four EAD. Uh, the old H one B was with a different employer. Still, the statement is valid. Mm-hmm. That's right. See? Okay. Yep. Thank you. I'll appreciate it. Next person, please. Santosh. Hey Rahul, uh, I have a quick question. Uh, so uh, one month back, my attorney filed EB2 uh, downgrade in premium processing. Uh, they did not accept a premium processing and they sent the package back. And uh, we filed again 10 days back in premium processing second time. Uh, we did not heard anything from them. So do we know why they are not accepting and uh, what is the reason? No clue, no clue. Why they are accepting some people, why they are not accepting some people, we have no clue. but okay. your lawyer is not wrong unlike the other two lawyers he is trying to do as best as possible okay and uh, i have another question so my priority date was 2012 february and uh, it was uh, filed in with uh, like a, my old employer and uh, they filed in nebraska service center uh, and in 2015 i moved to the uh, another company so they filed my eb2 and uh, the service center is texas service center Uh, so, do you think that matters? We have no clue why they are accepting and not accepting the premium processing. Tell me, no okay. clue. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. 
Karishma? Yeah. Hi, hi, uh, Rahul. I had a question regarding my situation. Uh, so my current status is H4. And until recently, I was using my H4 EAD and I recently switched to my 485 EAD. I've actually not applied for the advanced payroll. My question is, can I travel outside and enter US on my H4 uh, status? You have the stamping in the passport? Yes, it's valid no, I, for two years. Yeah, you can come back. You can come back. But I, it won't be an issue like uh, with my me using an uh, EAD. No, no, ma'am, it's not an. We haven't seen that as an issue. Okay, sure. All right, thank you, Deepak. Here, Rahul. Um, my priority date is uh, April two thousand ten. I applied for my four eighty five and uh, EAD, etc., in October twenty second. I got the EAD in January, and since then, it's just been silent. So I haven't received anything. Uh, I haven't gotten a medical RFE yet, and my question is, should I, do you think it's advisable just to send the medicals without an RFE, and how do I do that? Is it, what is your priority date? It's uh, April 9, 2010. I've been current for a while, but yeah, nothing's moving yet. I would do it. I would do it. I'll give a link if you need help, uh, the document that you can follow the link. Gayatri, okay. can you provide him the document in the chat? Sure, sure Rahul. Okay, and I have another question. So my priority date is 2010. For some reason, for my wife, they put in the 45 receipt notice, they put 2012 as her uh, priority date, even though that's, that's, okay. that's her original one, but that's can I ignore that? You can ignore that. Absolutely, you can ignore that. Great, thank you. Hamza? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is regarding H4 EADs. After the uh, USCIS took out the biometrics uh, for H4s, has there been any progress with the processing time? Have you, um, do you guys have any idea? What we filed along with H1B, H4, and EAD, though, after May 17th, we didn't receive the H4 approval along with the H1B. That's what we used to get it before 2019 when the biometrics were there. So after the biometrics were been introduced, when they took it off, at least the first set of cases that we sent it, they only approved the H-1B. Uh, we have some ongoing court litigations that are going on with USCIS on a lot of other things other than biometrics itself, which we won on the biometrics. But there are a lot of other things that we are going through. Um, what the what the lawyers of the USCIS indicated to us was that they are telling us that they are going to go first in, first uh, last in, first out. And that's the reason why they are not going to adjudicate the H4s along with the H1s. Okay. Uh, even though the H1, which was applied with it, has been uh, approved on the premium yeah. basis, but, but right. is there any way we can do something about it? I mean, can we? Uh... Um, we have a lot of, Radian MPC, a lot of court litigations. One is the class action suit. The class action suit is not over there. Our request was to get it adjudicated in one month time. Um, it's just a piece of bone that they throw it at us to satisfy uh, to, the, to the court though. But the case is not over yet. The class action suit is not over there. It's just a, just a piece of success we got it. We still are waiting for the whole success. Hopefully, so we're going to be successful. 
Okay. Is there anything uh, in my? Uh, I try to expedite it twice, and I try to work with the congressman. There is nothing, nothing worked. There is, is there... there is nothing I can suggest you to expedite. Next person, please. No okay. expedited request, guys, in this conference call. We don't have any methods to expedite. Thank you. Next person, Thank please. Shrutika. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is for EB2 to EB3 downgrade. Does prevailing wage mentioned in the perm has to be paid? Ever since earlier, I-140 got approved in order to be eligible for the upgrade. There is or a half truth. There is a half truth in it. So there are two things. Let's say, for example, prevailing wage is hundred thousand dollars. The company has to prove that they have the capacity to pay the hundred thousand dollars. There are two ways to have that capacity. One is that they. Uh, one is they have the capacity by, uh, they have the capacity. Um, Gayatri, can you ping Leo that I'll be late for three o'clock by 10, 10 minutes? Um, they have to pay them. Sure, the, the, way to, uh, the way to show the capacity is that they're paying the salary. The second way to prove is that they have the profits for that. So if you are employed from 2012 to let's say 2016, and you're not employed from 2016, they still have to show that $100,000 profit for every year that you did not work for the company. And there may not be just you, there may be 10 other people whom they have filed. So that becomes sometimes a problem when we do the I-140s, we have to prove the capacity to pay the salary if they have not paid the salary. But it's not technically required, they have to pay the salary for the period of time. Um, so in that case, uh, um... So USCIS will check the LCA for the employee salary, which is mentioned in W-2, compare it with that, or they will see the prevailing wage. They will look into prevailing wage. Okay. I'm like, uh, my uh, priority date is June 2011 in EB-2. So depending on the uh, pattern which is going on, it's likely that in but three are months- you, are you are you working for the company or are you not working for the company? No, no, I've been working since 2007. And with this employer, I'm 2000, working with 2015, but my priority date is with some other employer uh, filed in 2011. Now I'm with this employer from 2015. Okay. And I'm uh, working ever since. So what's your question now? So my question is, uh, should I wait? Uh, for EB2 uh, dates to become current for in three, two to three months, or should I so, downgrade? So, 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 so the ability to pay is from the time your company filed the labor certification, uh, not the previous company. Right, right, right. But yeah, so whatever salary is mentioned in the prevailing wages, it's mm -hmm. not at par with the you know, do they salary. Have do they have a profits enough to su substantiate the difference? Yeah, yeah. That's what my employer is saying. They can show but uh, my attorney is somewhat discouraging. Well, if, the, if they have enough profits, they can file an I-140 now. That's all I can tell. If, if the prevailing wage is 100,000, you're only getting 80K. If they have a $20,000 profit, you're good enough. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Piyush? Hi, um, I have a question about my wife. Um, she, I recently got married in, uh, hello, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I recently got married in uh, March uh, this year, and I am I've been on H one B since twenty eighteen, 
uh, it's supposed to get expired in 2020 in August 2021 and I already have an extension for each one approved in March mm -hmm. so that's up until 2024 now my wife got an H4 appointment luckily at the end of this month June 30th but yeah. in uh, Mumbai consulate but the okay. Um, there's been talk around the NIE application, if, uh, uh, but I don't know how it's applicable because I'm in the States and she is in India. So is it required for her to get an NIE or should, should yeah. I get an NIE? Uh, we don't know if the travel ban is going to continue, which most probably it is going to continue. If right. it is going to continue, unless she is eligible for NIE, they won't give her the H4, they'll cancel it. So how will I apply for NIE? Because according to my uh, uh, work, um, domain. I work in the energy sector, in the buildings energy sector. It's supposed to qualify for NIE. Yeah, you can, you, can, I... you can request an NIE exception for her too, because you're okay. working. She's a spouse of you. You can request it. Okay. There's a process for it. Okay. And uh, is that process like you have to email the consulate, the Mumbai consulate for that? Uh, there is a particular set of questions. You have to answer those questions and okay. then you have to email it to them. Got it. Okay. Another related question. I also got an, another job offer that I accepted in on Tuesday this, of this week. And uh, the, I've already accepted it, but they haven't started the H-1B transfer. Now, should I wait for the H-1B transfer to start and push it beyond uh, the uh, H, her H-4 appointment date? Or is it okay for me to continue with the transfer process? My only problem is at the time when she goes to the stamping, though, if the Correct. transfer is in between, then you can't, you don't have a H1 approval to get the things, though. So I would push beyond the June 30th date. Okay, so that's the recommended part. Okay. Yeah. And how will I get the NI? Uh, you have, do you have a link where I can apply for the NIE uh, application? Uh, no, no. Okay. Anyways, I thank you. I'll look at it. Okay. Up. Next person, please. Thank you. Harita? Uh, hey, hi, Rahul. This is Harita. Uh, yes, so, I would, like, uh, I would like to inform you currently I'm in India and I'm on H1B. So, I would like to know uh, I mean, how to travel to US and not sure if NIE process would work for my case. And so, considering like traveling uh, by quarantining at another country for which I'm thinking uh, Mexico or Sri Lanka. So would you suggest uh, which did would you, be the... did, you, did you say you already have a stamping approved right now? Yeah, actually I have attended uh, the H-1B visa and I got an email um, asking to collect my, sorry, drop off my passport after uh, 221G. Okay, they most probably have given exception for you right now already, NIE? No, I haven't applied for NIE. So I would... I've you uh, if they give the visa, I'm very surprised if they would give the visa without NIH right now. They're not. Okay. I mean, I have to get the visa issued. So currently they sent me an email asking to drop off the passport. So, so yeah, if you, if, you, if, you, if you drop off the passport and they don't give the NIE, if they give the NIE exception, you can mm -hmm. travel. You don't have a problem. If they don't give an NIE exception, you couldn't mm -hmm. go to Mexico or any country and come back. Which country depends on the COVID restrictions of that particular country? What is more accommodative? What you will be more comfortable? You have to look into that now. Yeah, so would you suggest uh, Sri Lanka? Or uh, good? Okay. I don't know. Do you like margaritas or you like to have rum? It depends on you. Okay. Next person, please. 
I have one more question. Yes. So, um, my I have attended the interview in Chennai at Chennai Consulate. So they have asked me to drop off the passport at a, any of the VAC locations. So would I be good to drop off the passport at Hyderabad? I would still drop in Chennai, ma'am. Oh, sure. Thank you. Next person, please. KS. KS. Hi, Rahul. Thank you so much for uh, doing this call. I'm in EP2. Priority date is March 11, 2011. Planning to do a job change. Uh, so what with the new job, the salary is almost double than what's main, mentioned in original I-140. So do you think it would be a problem? You're already in 485, you're in 485s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a 485 EAD approved already. Uh, I don't see any. I don't see any problem because the lawyer I was uh, talking to, they're saying they have to do I four eighty five J now because my priority. Uh, yeah, they have to. So, I agree with them. They have to do I four eighty five J. And being I means so this company, new company is a startup, so their balance sheet is not as solid. So do they have have a burden of proving the they can pay and stuff? I have not had a single occasion out of the ten thousand people that I ever spoke people like you that they have to prove. Okay. Uh, Remember, second, I was telling the other lady that 80,000, 100,000, they have to prove, but not in this case. I've never been asked. Okay. Uh, next question is, my EAD is approved under 485, but my wife is still on H4 and she has H4 EAD and she is still working on uh, under that. Her uh, uh, 485 EAD is still pending. So if I change job, does she has to stop working? Or she has to stop working because you're not no longer maintaining the H1B. The only okay. way that she can continue working is the current company has, the new company has to file H1B for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I think that, that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Aditi. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for all the forums you provide our community. Rahul, two simple questions, hopefully, for the green card approval of the employment-based green cards. One is, assuming your 140 biomedical uh, is everything good and approved, once your date becomes current, how long does it take for them to actually print and mail the green card? I haven't been able to figure out if it's within a week, within six months, or... Uh, you could be right in both. It could be even longer time, too. Oh, no. Okay. So it's not, it's not like... The day it becomes a green card, it automatically comes in flying to you. Right. That doesn't occur like that. The officer has to, there are two things that happens. Normally, some of the officers pre-adjudicate the application. Exactly. Yeah. Um, some of the officer will wait until, because after the pre-adjudication also, it doesn't automatically fly in the green card to you. Mm -hmm. uh, they still have to press a couple of buttons before they do. They have to do at least about 15, 20 minutes that I've noticed that you, when you sit down there, they have to go, they have to go to a different computer, they have to on it on, they have to communicate with the state department, get the number. Uh, so it's a, it's a lengthy process that it's there. I mean, it doesn't happen automatically. So that's the reason why some of the officers will wait until the end, some of the officers will pre-educate it. Assuming your officer is pre-educated, it could happen quickly. Otherwise, they can open the file and adjudicate. It all depends on the officer. Okay. There, so one, be, week, one week is true, six months is true, one year is true too. 
got it. So it's hard. It's a pretty wide range. And then assuming our interview gets skipped, which you you said is happening in a lot of cases. I'm, I'm uh, not seeing interviews now. Exactly. So assuming that's the case, do we get an alert when adjudication is approved, even before the green card is printed? Mm-hmm. On our case status alert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, the online case says your green card is approved. Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Arvind. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So my priority date with previous employer was August 2012. Uh, but I take I one more to... caller, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. But I moved August to a new 20... employer. And mm-hmm. my, uh, currently my perm is approved and they filed my uh, I-114 EB2. My priority date is August 2012. Mm-hmm. So they filed my I-114 EB2 two weeks back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question. Uh, should I upgrade to premium and should I also do EB3 I-140 in premium? I would do if I would. I would first, I will upgrade this one to premium processing. The day it's EB2. approved, I will try to file EB3 in normal processing. Okay. Once I get the receipt notice, I will do premium processing of that one too. Okay. So upgrade to premium EB2. Once approved, do EB3 and then upgrade to EB3. But in between, if the dates become current EB3? Fine. File adjustment of status. Okay. Along with premium. Yeah. EB3 Along with premium the, what premium? Yeah, you can do like that. Like if EB3 is approved, I mean, if EB3 is current, then I will file EB3, I-114 premium plus 485. No, okay. never file EB3 in premium though. Always file mm-hmm. in regular and then convert into premium. Upgrade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll take the last caller, guys. Kushal? Kushal? Anik? Anik? Kiran? Hi. Hi Rahul, how are you? Good, good. Um, my priority date is number one, 2011. I-140 downgraded, approved, biometrics completed. I have one qu- couple of questions actually. Um, I'm planning to change my job by end of this month. Um, and I'm wondering, since my uh, receipt date is December 30, 2020, it will be 180 days by end of June. Can I change jobs? Um, after 180 days, after end of June. Uh, receipt date, uh, receipt date of 485, you mean to say? Yes. It was Absolutely. actually October 30th. It was supposed to be October 30th, but uh, they incorrected and, and wrote it as December 30th. No, there is a receipt date and notice date. There'll be two different dates on the 7th Receipt date. Receipt date. Really? Yes. And notice, what is the notice date? Notice date is like a March 3rd. Well, are you, you, you know, yeah, take the receipt days. Let's be conservative. Let's not mess up. 180 days afterwards, you can change. File a 485J supplement. Absolutely no problem with it. 485J after joining the new company or? You can do it after joining the new company, but not very late. Not like three months after joining. Within a month's period after you join the new company, you have to do it. Okay, one more last one and the question, sorry. Um, I received two biometrics letters for my uh, 485, both for me rather than my wife. And my wife, uh, she's on H4 EAD. She, it expires on December 25th, 2021. Um, and my priority date, as I said, number one, 2011, which is current. Do you recommend to file for her H4 and H4 EAD or 
rate for the 485 EAD. Good file the H4 EAD, but is your biometrics done or not done? No, she didn't get her uh, no. appointment. No, your biometrics done or yeah, not done? Yeah, it's done. It's done yes. last week. Normally, people are taking their spouses to the spouse to their 485 thing, and they're getting their spouse biometrics also done too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's what some of the guys said. Can I take it? You go try take it. The guy came back to the conference call and told me that it was successful. So maybe you should have tried it though. Ch chat with Emma on on your wife's biometrics. Okay, let's see what goes out there. Okay, but do you still recommend to apply H4 and EAD or wait for the Emma's response? Uh, one thing is what, what um, you're moving on to the AOS EAD or you're filing H1 with the new company? Um, no, um, my AOS is with the you know with the old company itself. I know, but when you're moving to a new company, are you going to get a H1 with that company? I already got the new H1. I would file the H4 EAD as a balance as a backup plan, just in case. Okay. Um, shall I wait, or is it right now? Uh, we wait. Emma is there right now. As soon as you put off, you can chat with Emma. Okay, thank you. She's much better than you. She doesn't have. Everybody gets time to speak with Emma. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be on uh, uh, Monday at three thirty. Sorry, I have to leave. I have Thanks, a couple Robert. of appointments. Thank you.